Welcome to the TSO Podcast. I'm Kathleen Kajioka from the New Classical FM. The uh, TSO is a group of very sophisticated musicians, but it's also a real team. That's conductor Thomas Dousgaard. You'll hear more from him later in the show. My first guest this evening is TSO principal cello Joseph Johnson. He's been the principal cellist with the TSO since 2009. He's also the principal cello of the Santa Fe Opera. Johnson is an assistant professor of cello at the University of Toronto and has conducted master classes at the Glenn Gould School. Joe Johnson joins me now in studio. Welcome. Thank you. What do you love about Schumann's cello concerto? Um, pretty much everything about the Schumann concerto. The opening is it's so incredible. You know, it's interesting that it's uh, similar in terms of you get four measures of orchestra and then you play. Uh, same as the Brahms double concerto, you get four measures and then this huge cello cadenza, very bombastic, big, loud playing. With the Schumann, you get four measures and then it's like the most incredibly gorgeous, uh, sensual, soft theme right off the bat. So, um, you know, it's just funny because you walk out on stage and basically you start playing right away. Right, instead of sitting waiting for a right. long orchestral exposition. Like the Dvorak exposition Concerto, and, which yeah. is like three, almost four minutes of orchestra and then, you know. So is that easier or harder? I don't know. I think Dvorak Concerto, you know, you have to be careful your hands don't get cold. It's just sitting there for four minutes. Um, Stephen Nisterlis taught me a trick. You can put your left hand underneath your your armpit. Uh, just to keep it warm, keep the blood going. I actually don't really mind starting right away. When I was in school uh, at Northwestern University, my teacher, Hans Jensen, uh, while I was working on the Schumann Concerto, would make me run outside around the school and then come right in, out of breath, sweating, sit down and play this beautiful, long-lined melody you know, as if I as if I were super calm. Right, and as so, if your heart rate were right. really low. Yeah. And usually, you know, when you're starting a, a, a piece, you walk out on stage and there's, you know, 2,000 people there and your heart's kind of going. And uh, so it's actually good practice to sort of channel that image like, okay, well, at least I wasn't running around Roy Thompson Hall and I'm not <laughs> <laughs> out of breath. Actually, earlier in the show, I was talking about teachers and mentors and how important they are for us as musicians and what a unique kind of relationship that is in the wider world. Can you tell us about some of your important mentors? Sure. Well, I mean, one of my great mentors when I grew up uh, in high school, I was more of a pianist than a cellist. And I thought I really wanted to be a piano player. And I was ready to go to conservatory as a pianist. But I played in the Chicago Youth Symphony. And our conductor was Michael Morgan, who at the time was the assistant conductor of the Chicago Symphony. And I had won the concerto competition on piano, playing Grieg concerto. Um, But I was also principal cellist. And after that concert, the next week, he took me and my parents out. It was my 12th year, or 11th year, for lunch. And he said, you need to quit piano. Wow. And you need to go into cello. And at the time, I actually wasn't even taking lessons on cello. And he gave me a whole list of reasons. He just felt like, in the long run, it was going to work out better for me. So that was, uh, that was a huge moment for me. And, yeah. uh, but I'm so thankful for that moment because if he hadn't requested that lunch, I mean, who knows what. I don't know if I'd even be here or uh, playing the cello and 
So now you play an extraordinary instrument, the 1747 one. Uh, is it guillami? Well, actually, I am no longer playing the guillami. Uh-huh. I'm playing a castello. It's it's new to me. Um, it's an old 1780 Italian instrument. And uh, amazingly, the guillami now is being played by Roberta Jansen, who's a cellist in the TSO. Oh, wonderful. So um, we kept it in the family. and But yes, I, I just fell in love with this cello in late fall and have been playing on it for about three months. So playing Schumann on that, how is that different for you? Well, um, this cello, it has a lot more projection than my old cello. It's a little bit smaller, so things are you know a little bit closer together for the left hand, which makes life easier. I feel like it, it really matches my personality. It can, if I think something, it sort of understands what I'm going for a little bit easier than my than my former cello. And um, I always say it takes at least a year for people to learn how to play a new instrument. But, you know, we don't ever have a year to just lock ourselves away and no, no, life no. goes on. And But uh, preparing for this concerto has been really fun on this cello because everything is a little bit different and, and new uh, from before. Well, Joe, thank you so much for joining us. And we really look forward to hearing your Schumann concerto in its current evolution and with this beautiful Castello cello that you're playing now. Great. Thanks so much. That was TSO principal cello Joseph Johnson. He takes center stage with the TSO this Thursday and Friday to perform Schumann's cello concerto. Tickets are available at tso.ca. You're listening to the TSO podcast. Stay with us. My next guest is conductor Thomas Dousgaard. Dousgaard is the chief conductor designate of the BBC Scottish Symphony Orchestra, chief conductor of the Swedish Chamber Orchestra, and principal guest conductor of the Seattle Symphony. He has conducted on over 50 recordings, including complete cycles of symphonies by Beethoven, Schubert, and Schumann. Beyond conducting, Dousgaard's interests are wide-ranging. He has visited headhunting tribes in Borneo, volunteered as a farmer in China, and stayed with villagers on an island in the South Pacific. He returns to the TSO this week to conduct Mahler's Symphony No. 10. Thomas Dousgaard joins me now on the line. Thomas, welcome. Thank you. Now, you conduct orchestras all over the world. No doubt they all have their own personalities. How would you characterize the TSO? The uh, TSO is a group of very sophisticated musicians, but it's also a real team. And I think there is quite a wonderful uh, spirit around the orchestra, and that makes for a super creative atmosphere to work in and a highly charged atmosphere to give concerts in. Uh, I'm very fond of it. Well, I know they're very fond of you, and uh, they do love playing Mahler with you. And coming up, you're going to be performing Mahler's Tenth Symphony, which you have called the most personal of all his works. Can you give us some background on that? Uh, yeah, well, uh, of course, it's not quite completely uh, uh, written in full by Mahler himself. Uh, so we have to do some some guesswork. But what he has left us is a pretty accurate um, uh, score of how he would like the music to unfold. And uh, when I say very personal, I think it's because the musical language is very diverse and it encompasses great, great beauty and the most ugliest music you can imagine. Wow. It's everything from a desperate scream going through the orchestra and it's also the 11 deadly strokes on a muffled drum the 11th hour and it is the um, 
many notations Mahler did in hand um, with words in the score, indicating what state of mind he was in. Well, there was like, turmoil in his personal life, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, absolutely. But not every composer mirrors their personal life in their works. And we can see the music, of course, in many ways. It's not just a mirror of his life, but the way he includes his wife in many of the comments he has written in the score, like towards the end, it says, to live for you, to die for you. Um, and it says in another place, craziness, touch me, destruction, deny me so that I forget that I exist. Very dramatic and uh, have mercy and, oh God, oh God, why hast thou forsaken me? Thy will be done. So it's kind of religious connotations to some of these things and yet very, very personal. I think altogether with the mystery around him not quite finishing it, it's a document which is perhaps closest to him revealing his state of mind at the moment. And as you said, it was a very, very difficult time for him because his wife was having a very serious affair with the architect Walter Corpius. And by some extreme, strange, strange, possibly coincidence, a letter, a love letter from Corpius to Mahler's wife, Alma, was sent to Mahler. Oh. And in it, I think it said something like, um, come flee with me. So pretty direct stuff. And when I say that something is mysterious at the beginning and revealed at the end, I'm thinking a little bit about what happened for Mahler at the time and how he dealt with this letter. Because at the beginning, I imagine that he stands with this letter from Corpius, not knowing it's written for Alma, but should he open it and wondering what is inside it. And towards the end, I think he has, <laughs> I think he has opened it because in reality, he actually went with Corpius to visit Alma where she was in a spa. And he simply faced uh, Alma with a choice. Please choose between us. When you hear the music, I think you can certainly feel that it is a kind of life and death uh, narrative uh, going on. Um, not only his love life, uh, his family life, um, but also his personal life. He didn't live to hear this symphony performed. And within a year of the letter, he had died. My goodness, what an emotional journey. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> the audience is in for, oh, wow, something huge. Sounds amazing. Also on the program is Schumann's Cello Concerto. What are the outstanding features of this piece? Yeah, Schumann's Cello Concerto is, uh, is one of the great concertos for the cello because it has the essence of what I think a cello is. I, I, I used to play the cello myself, and I'm really looking forward to doing this with uh, Joe Johnson, the uh, wonderful principal of the Toronto Symphony. And it has this yearning, this, uh, uh, this singing line, this uh, beautiful, um, melancholic uh, intensity of the, of the instrument. And it, I think for every cellist, it's among the absolute sublime things you can you can play. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, and we really look forward to your performances with the TSO. Thank you. So do I. That was conductor Thomas Dousgaard. He leads the TSO in Mahler 10 this Thursday and Friday. Tickets are available at tso.ca. That brings us to the end of this week's TSO podcast. Don't forget, let us know what you think of the show. Send an email to community at tso.ca or leave a note on our Facebook or Twitter pages. For more music and stories from the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, join us on Sunday night with the TSO. That's every Sunday at 8 p.m. on the new Classical FM. I'm Kathleen Kajioka. Join us next Monday for another episode of the TSO Podcast. 
This spring, escape into music with your Toronto Symphony Orchestra. On April 6th and 7th, feel the passionate intensity of Mahler's glorious 10th Symphony, plus a must-see performance of Schumann's poetic cello concerto featuring TSO principal cello Joseph Johnson. Don't miss Mahler Symphony No. 10, two shows only April 6th and 7th at Roy Thompson Hall. Order superb seats today at tso.ca.